0: Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, hello. Good
1: morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. This is it. It's Friday, the day before the season. We're recording this on the Thursday night See before seeing Millwall travel up to Middlesbrough away. First game of the season of the 2023-24 season. He's shaking his head. My name's over. Hello, Mickey. How are you, pal? I'm the one, mate. It's just you don't believe in
2: magic, do you? Why is that? This is Friday, the day before the championship starts. Wow. But we're recording this on the Thursday night. Well, listen, we
1: can make it make a sign for tomorrow morning for all we know. I doubt it highly, but we've made one signing regardless. So, you know, we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, joining myself and Mickey today, we've got Dan Sexton, mate? Evening, gents. Here we go again. Here we go. Right. Today's show, guys, we're gonna preview Saturday's away trip to Middlesbrough, not before talking about our new sign in, Sargitch from Wolverhampton Wanderers, for reports fee of one point two million pounds. And at the end of the show, if you stick around long enough, please do we're going to do our 1-24 predictions for the championships at the table this season. We encourage you guys to put your comments below, obviously to interact with the show, give your feedback throughout, and also leave your own predictions for the 1-24. to 24. But without further ado, Mickey, we signed the goalkeeper. We signed a fucking goalkeeper.
2: How shit must you feel if you're George Lung right now? When the <laughs> manager for the last part of the season was coming out in the news game, you know... It's not Long's fault. You know, we've got to look at the defence. We've got to look at the defence. And then George Long must have been sitting there going, fucking hell, not buying any defenders. What's going on here? I'm not buying any defenders. And then shit. And then all of a sudden, bomb. I mean, I don't know how much they knew about it or not, but yeah, it looks as if it's a, another non Aldo appointment. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the club. We're not going to talk about negativity. Fuck George Long. He's done now. We've signed a goalkeeper, Dan. So Wait, listen, get... listen, you need right, you need me on this show, mate. Your show from the other day. Well, fuck it. The other day, mate, you lot fucking were getting negative, negative show comments put on YouTube, mate, because you lot just weren't losing positivity and, and personality and good looks like myself.
1: Shit. Shut up. I'll
2: leave you alone for one episode, mate. <laughs> fucking hell, gents. Leave it at that. Let's steer back to
1: the topic. Dan, we've signed a goalkeeper, mate. £1.2 million purported fee. For Sarkic, who was on loan last season at Stoke City, been around for a little while by the looks of it, 26 years of age, Montenegro international. I think he's made nine caps, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think, mate?
3: Happy days? Yeah, um, he's looked like a good goalkeeper at Championship before. Um, had a couple of stints in this league. And, you know, I think I, I read Wolves' kind of message to him earlier. They said it's time he went and found himself a permanent home and played regular football. So, you know, hopefully that can, hopefully Mill can be his uh, regular home for a long time. Uh, yeah, it's time to make Mickey's touch on George Long. Obviously, you know, towards the end of last season, we
1: gave a lot of goalkeepers new deals. Truman signed a new deal, Long signed a new deal. Obviously, Bill cousey signed a new deal. It wasn't the planned side of goalkeeper, but do you think it was lying like, to Long's dip a fall towards the end of the season
3: and maybe forcing Mill's hand here? I think you've got to say so. Yeah, it's quite clear that uh, Bob probably isn't going to come back into the team as a regular now. He's 36. He might not mind the bench roll. Um, Long's form, as we know, wasn't great. Um, wouldn't surprise me now if the club, I mean, they will want to probably move on. We've got four senior keeps on the books. They'll want to move on at least one of them, you would imagine. Probably George Long. Um, but this late in the, this well, this close to the start of the season, now most teams generally have their number one kind of nailed on. It's kind of set in stone. So it would be interesting to see if one of, one of the three does get moved on.
1: It begs the question, obviously, of who plays on Saturday, but we'll talk about that more in a second. I mean, Mickey, you know, obviously we touched on you know, the fact that we've got four senior goalkeepers there, Dan reckons Long's probably the one to leave. What's
2: your gut feeling on that one, mate? And obviously, what you make of the side in general? Um, it's a bit injury-prone, but then again, so was Bart. And we worried about Bart when he came in. And then Bart was, you know, superb. Um, you know, Bart failed defeat. He's a six-foot-four. He's international. Um, I think it's it's nice to have an established young keeper who potentially... You know, looking at some of the footage, what you see online with him again, it's he's, he's only footage what you see, but he seems to be able to do double, triple saves, and he seems to be able to get down double quick. And these are just traits I think that George Long, for whatever reason, doesn't have. And he can save, a, he can save a shot from the outside. So while we've got oil tankers in defence, um, at least we might be able to stop shots from outside the eighteen uh, yard box now.
1: We haven't seen, I mean, I can't proclaim to know a lot about him, Dan. I mean, obviously, he's been at the Championship, played a lot of games. He went on loan to Stoke second half of last season and got injured, unfortunately, for himself. Is you know, maybe that's put his value down a bit. I think, obviously, he was put, you know reported to have nearly agreed a deal to go to Stoke, who ended up signing Travers, who he was after from Bournemouth. Is that a bit of a grey area, a bit of a concern for you? I mean, he's 26, he needs a home, somewhere to kind of knock it down and play on now we've not loaned him we bought him for 1.2 million pounds so it's a bit of a gambled risk there but you've got to trust the club I suppose
3: I think it's a I think yeah you've got to trust the club it's a big kind of I think it's a kind of statement of intent signing I don't think we would have been the only championship club interest I know Birmingham were reportedly interested um so you know I think I think it's a, a good signing you know as Mickey referenced slightly injury pride um but you know I think it was when he was actually on line at Birmingham he he played the first half of the season there cause he got injured for the second half and still won their Player of the Year award for the entire season which shows to me just how good of a keeper he is so if we can get him to back to that level that would be you know quite a, quite a coup for us potentially. He has had plenty of loans as discussed I think one even spell at Shrewsbury rings the
1: bell I think you know it's obviously a player that's looking for a home 26 years of age I mean Dan I suppose with injuries it's hard to I mean I'm not actually read too much detail into them but you know, stop, start, going out on loan, finding, you know, not finding a real home, I suppose. That could play a part in these sort of elements, you could say. I mean, I'd argue the case anyway, and hopefully it's not anything worse than that. But, you know, give him a chance to knuckle down. And hopefully this is his home for to foreseeable. And, you know, hopefully he's the bedrock for us and continues to improve and, you know, progress. He's 26 years old. With loads of years of him.
3: Yeah, and as well, if we do keep Bart, then that's probably quite a decent mental for him as well. Someone who's been around for ages, um, knows the championship quite well so it can hopefully help nurture him a little bit more and you know hopefully we can get fantastic goalkeeper I was thinking I think I've recently said you know it would be nice to get a goalkeeper to come in and someone that we can look at who's reliable and someone who we know is going to be here for a few years you know I mean obviously Travers was reportedly our number one target we didn't get him for whatever reason but we would have been back at square one potentially next summer so you know we've got a goalkeeper in on a long term deal and unless we get offered a silly sum of money for him potentially next summer then He's probably going to be our goalkeeper for a couple of years, at least. He's hoping so. I mean, Mickey obviously, like I said, he's played international football for Montenegro as
1: well. We aren't a bad outfit at international stage. That's only going to bode well. And hopefully, brings we've got an international side, mate. I think we can almost fill the side of full of international players almost at one point soon.
2: This good side for us. No, I think he I, I think we can now. To be fair, um, but no, and it's it doesn't do us any harm to have international players, you know, playing and. and and they're getting time because it just shows really where we are with football. As much as you lads were very negative the other day about, obviously, the uh, the playing team and where we're going to achieve and stuff. Um, I just, yeah, no, I think it's a, I think it's a good time ahead for us. I just think that Rowick just needs to fucking figure out what system he's going to play and make sure that the players can play it. And then we've got the goal scorers, we've got the keeper. Hopefully, we can get the points to get out the league. Can we just address
1: the negative comment, Mickey? firstly? And don't interrupt me for a second, mate, whilst I say this. It wasn't negative, at least for my part. I think, Dan, I'm without you here, it was quite negative for me personally, mate. But I'll let you have your say in a minute. But what I would say, I was quite pessimistic because at the time of recording, there was no goalkeeper in. It was only just initially linked to Sarkic on the weekend. I think the problem I had at the time was... The lack of signings, but we're waiting. We're buying our time and not signing players for so the, the sake of signing players. But I think also you look at the quality of the championship. This is where you got to ask the question of where can we achieve. And look, for me, a good season is staying in the championship and being above mid table. If we do that, I'm happy. I'm not unhappy. But it's obviously, you know, it's about kicking on, going to the next level, and hopefully this is the angle we can go down with it, Mickey. But I-, I wasn't.
2: I wasn't negative, mate. I was just pessimistic. All right. Listen, listen, I am doing this with, you see, you've ruined the whole influence because people who haven't listened to that past show are now going to go, fuck, what's all that about? And they're going to want to listen to it. But now you've just given away the punchline. People are going, oh, we don't need to listen to it. Now, Dan, Dan has just said, we don't have to listen to it. now. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But listen, I just, I don't think it's negative. I think it's just, we can see, what this group of players can potentially do if played the right way. And unfortunately, I think it's that the manager doesn't necessarily see the same as what we do, but he gets paid the big bucks to make those decisions. And so maybe we don't know fuck all, but... Is it a manager? I, 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 I think it's a bit of a thing. I think
1: also we're quite fluid. We can change it up. I, I actually am to what that route's doing. You've got two different formations that we've got to string to our bow. I mean, Dan, like I said, you're quite negative. Is, your, um, is that kind of changed a bit, considering we signed this player? How are you feeling now after that
3: one? I do feel more positive now. We have got someone who I would say is a very good championship goalkeeper now. Someone who's a lot more reliable as long as he does stay fit. Um, so, you know, it's, it's another reason for optimism. Um, I don't know whether I was just getting horrible flashbacks of Blackburn that kind of put me down a little bit. I don't, I don't really know. But, you know, uh, the championships are an utterly bonkers league, you know, who who would have maybe thought uh, last season, Sunderland, who just scraped through the playoffs and got promoted into the league last season, would have gone and finished in the top six again uh, last season. So I think, you know, anything could happen and, you know, we're, we're going to come on to our predictions later. But I, I do think, to be honest, kind of I think f- it's between like 5th and 15th is going to be a complete bonfire this year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Go on, make I think, to be fair, I think what you're saying is correct. I think you're right. I think the Championship this season is probably going to be the most competitive with, with proper teams in it for a while. Yeah, okay, we've got all the, the Prem teams coming down and realistically some of them should walk in, but they won't. But I mean, you know, I saw a video earlier, a little um, short video earlier, where, you know, the fella was going, this season you've got two Premiership X-Champions in there, you've got a UEFA Cup winner in there, and you've got two UEFA Cup final um, teams in there. And you think, this is like... This is a team below the premiership. This is like, you know, a nobody team. And if you look at the the premiership over the last what thirty years, is it thirty years? It's been going thirty odd years, uh, and the fact that pretty much it's been tied up with, you know, four of the top six have won most of them in two teams. Um, I won't say them and let people guess them. Drop them in the comment if you know who they are. Um, are you know? where they're now in the championship and you know pretty much you know a few years ago they 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 won the prem. and you know how how football fortune can change very very quickly so um yeah if you know the teams uh the UEFA Cup winner one put it in the comments too there's only three teams that have not been in the Premier
1: League in this championship side um, this season we're one of them go on Dan do I you can get the other two who else has not been in the Premier League since this inception Plymouth definitely haven't. Yeah, and I want to say Preston. I've gone Rotherham. I think I think Preston have been in the Premier League. I could be mistaken. Might have scraped the first season. Yeah, I feel, but I could be wrong. That's me just doing yeah. 24s and counting them. But I've got three teams there. It might be four. Don't proclaim to be an expert, but I yeah, think exactly. that highlights Dan. It's up, I think. Or... Go on, you find out whilst while we talk about this then. Yeah. So have that, <laughs> Dad. I think, think, think we're yeah. four. All right, I wait for you to me roll. Um, Dan, I thought I am trying to say is, mate, I think it, it, the championship is the championship. It's a it's a modern day beast. And it just highlights how well we're doing and how sufficiently run we are. And, you know, we're up there, we're competing. So I think, so that's why I think with our prediction show the other day, I don't think we was, as we say, negative, we're joking around, but I think we're just realistic as well. Like, you know, to, for us to get in there and get to the Premier League, it's going to take a near on miracle, I feel like. But we're, we're edging away, we're chipping away, at it and we're still
3: there. And you've got to credit the club for that. Yeah, we're, we are, you know, because of our budget, we are going to be a, a slower work in progress. Then I'll pick less stuff off top of my eggs. I know they spent like 18 and a half million to bring Harry Winks and Connor Cody in this summer. Uh, we we will, under the current stewardship, which, you know, I'm very, very uh, happy with the Berylson family. We know under that stewardship, we're not going to go out and spend that, that money, which I would call city money for the championship. Um, while we're on it as well, I'm just going to have a little moan about parachute payments as well, because the fact South Africa... <laughs> Can afford to reject a thirty million pound bid from West Ham for James Ward-Prowse kind of says it all, really. I think the fact that they don't need to sell a player for thirty million pounds and their books are still completely balanced and fine, but I think the the system needs fixing, really. But there you go. Once you, once you're in the Premier League, you know you look at Luton just being in the Premier
2: League, don't in that match. much money they set them up financially? Mm, yeah, but don't forget it. how much they made last year. Don't forget how much they made last year from being in the prems, and they made 100 and whatever million, plus all the gate receipts, all the all the stuff like that. So coming down, their <laughs> wage bill might have been high, but they get dispensation for that, and probably they've written loads of relegation clauses into into contracts, so they probably, they're triggered, and they go down to half wage on the pretense okay. that we keep you for half a year. If we're not there, then, you yeah. so, know, I mean, realistically, I don't think they're at verge of, you know, FFP. But I think if if they stay down for another season, then I think you'll find, yeah. And also, I mean, let's put it this way: Declan Rice for a hundred and something called million, and a few of the other players going for stupid money. Pricey, you know, is worth a lot more than thirty million, and that's what they're doing. They're just going, listen, we, we just we
1: want fifty. See what problem. Dad's trying to get out though. Dad answered my question about us trying to compete up there because it's like. The problem with the parachute payments is, is you're making these teams come down. And no, but your, the point is, is to skip the level, the, the financial gap is ridiculous. Like, that's what it is. Like, Southampton can afford to reject £30 million. We're probably worth £30 million of the club out of push. That's the point. So, like, for us to be out there and competing, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Dan, that's what we're kind of getting at. It's like, yeah, it's it's a it's a, it's a beast that is it's hard to contain, isn't it? But yeah, well, anyway, <laughs> um, look, we're going to... Bittlesborough have you found out how
2: many teams have been in the Premier League firstly before micky Mickey no I'm just trying to get you. I mean it's it's the bits I'm finding how minute are telling me who who have been but they're saying it's including <laughs> fucking division one so yeah no I don't okay, know right. I've not played in the Premier League There we go. well <laughs> oh, five go on five Hi. teams go on let's hear it five Millwall Preston Millwall Preston Bristol City okay. Bristol City, Rotherham, and newly promoted Plymouth have not played in the top flight during the last 21 years. So say them five again? It was Millwall. So you've Millwall,
3: Preston, Preston Bristol, Bristol City, Rotherham. Okay. That's four, isn't it? No, it's definitely. No. Millwall, Preston, Plymouth, Rotherham, Bristol City. I'll try to find Mickey out, to be fair, but they're right.
2: But you know, the only team the only team in the championship that's never been in top-flight football.
3: Plymouth. Has got to have been Plymouth.
1: Or Rotherham. No. Plymouth or Rotherham. Go on. Preston. Preston. Really? Preston. No. Preston won, Preston won the league in the 50s and 40s. The Preston were like a dominant side back in the day. I'm sure that was a thing. Um, uh, uh, some of the cool shit on Mickey's fat records here. Anyway, look, I don't, to, I don't want to drown onto this one because we've got a game to talk about. It's the first game of the season away at Middlesbrough. Can't wait to get up there, to be honest. Long little slog up there for us for the first game of the season, but you can't miss the first game, I feel like. And Dan, what are you thinking ahead of Saturday? Just ease the swing to it. Obviously, Middlesbrough are good sides. Signed some good players this window. the ends joined for £2 million from QPR. They've signed Morgan Rogers, who's left back or left wing, sorry, from Man City. Um, you know, there's some good talent in there. And obviously we know about Chewbacca on the likes of that. Johnny House and the Championship veteran. I, I can, the list can go on. But under Carrick, obviously, since he came in last season, they only was going in one direction. and Obviously, lost in the playoffs to Coventry. But it's going to be a real tough test for us and a real kind of welcome back to the Championship, I feel like.
3: Yeah, I think this is probably, you know, for, well, I mean, they're, they're high in my 1-24. That's all I'll say. Um, <laughs> it's going to be near enough as tough a test as tested, you could probably get. Um, I don't actually think ACPOM's fit kind of region reports. Mm. And there's also been some links to Sheffield United uh, today. So there is maybe a possibility that he might not play. Um, You know, they've lost a few players. Ryan Giles being the main one. He was on loan there last season was brilliant. Um, So I don't think it's the strongest Middlesbrough team we're going up there to face. I'd rather face this team than the one from last season. But I'm, uh, you know, it's going to be a very tough test, but it'll be... Interesting to see where we're at. Obviously, it's good to get a gauge. Uh, They're obviously
1: a good football side as well. I mean, Mickey, like, I think if you're a middle at the start of the season, you're probably thinking not a far away one so we can get a good little following if it's away from home and not against the side that's on the up. And so we've got both. It's a double whammy, but also you could say we get out of the way early, but also it's a good test for us to see where we're at right from the get go.
2: Yeah, um I totally agree. I mean, obviously, we've done the interview, with, um, what, we've done the show with the with a Middlesbrough fan, and he was saying, you know, pretty much they've got no strikers, as to say, a few players injured, but he still thinks they've probably got enough to possibly nick it past us. Only purely because, as he said, you know, um, they only need about another three and a half thousand tickets sold, and they've got a full stadium for the, you know, the first game What they seem to be over the moon with this. But they just think it, it, he, I mean, if you watch the show on YouTube now, if you watch it and, and, you know, take what he says in. He honestly believes that it's all down to how we set up, how we basically start off, uh, and that will dictate the game. If we take it to them, then they're pretty much where us down to take it. But if we try to keep the ball amongst ourselves and, and play football, then there's a strong chance we'll turn them over. Interesting. I mean,
1: you know, Dan, what I was saying there is like, Billsborough are good football inside. We've seen them last season and carrick has got them drilled, playing good, you know, pre-football, let's be honest. But I think with that, Dan, it's like, I, I tend to think we struggle in these sort of away games. I, I really do in the past, but it could also open up gaps for us on the counter-attack, I suppose, and give us the opportunity to see what Nisbet can do, see what Fleming can do as a combination, you know. And I think it's pre done now and it's now
3: switched on to let's get into league action, I suppose. Yeah, I think you are going to get chances. You know, they're they're a good team, but they're, they're every good team still has weaknesses. You know, there's very few teams that don't have a weakness, and it's down to you know the the tactical now of Rowett and the coaching staff to pinpoint where their weaknesses are that we can try and exploit. So, you know, I, I think it's going to be a great test for us. I'm I'm looking forward to obviously being back playing competitive football. Um, you know, it's going to be a challenge. This is it now, Mickey,
1: mate, isn't it? This is what we're here for, you know? The season's here and this is the time to start to see what the players can do. And like I said, there, you know, pre-season's done. We took it, it feels like quite easy. It's been chilled, but I saw a little snippet of training this week on Twitter. Only training, hard to read into, but felt like intensity
2: started to be up a little bit and there's anticipation building up. Yeah, no, I do. I think, yeah, I've, I've seen some of the videos and obviously I think there's a pre-season friendly behind closed doors that lay in one when they as well. So, you know, well, is that confident confirmed? Confident. Is that conf- Is that confirmed? The friendly. It's been confirmed. I don't... It's, it's, I don't. I've not seen it confirmed by the club or anyone else. I, but I don't know if it was a full, a full game or whether or not it was just about for the press day.
3: I think it was just a media day because it wasn't. That's there was well. loads of teams there. It wasn't just Millwall and Orient. There was Chelten. I've seen Watford there. I think it was just kind of the media hub for EFL teams ahead of the start of the season. So. Would have been you for to have one more pre season game slotted in there, but mm. I think personally it looked like it was like
1: a because the championship were there. They had the one that tweeted that Joe Bryan little snippet I saw ne- yesterday. I'm not seeing much today, so I'm not on social media today, to be honest. But it did strike me. I had yeah. video gone. Did he post one as well? Gary Rowett video.
2: There is a, yeah, i the same the championship. Yeah, they posted it. It's quite, quite funny because Phil Clark um, made a comment on it and said, um, Gary, you're at the wrong stadium. <laughs> good
1: old little dry humor right there we go uh, right come on let's talk about it we've got a new goalkeeper. us let's, let's go to the first question here Mickey does Sarkic go straight in to this side I mean we're going to go through the 11 it's and funny. give our 11s each but I want to know what you think do you I mean we've signed a keeper for 1.2 million you've invested him, in, this is your man I've not really seen what he's been up to in If I'm totally honest for Wolves
2: but are you throw him straight in the deep end mate I don't know, but there's there's talk on there from Richard Cowley in there that he's pretty much ready
1: for. Tomorrow. What, I don't care what I don't know. I wanna know what you wanna do, mate. Tell me what you do.
2: Honestly, I don't really rate long, so I would probably go, fuck it. it we ain't get you know, realistically what we got to lose. We're potentially gonna lose you know, we could potentially lose with long in goal. Um, and we've been moaning about long and a day, so fuck it. Put your cock on the block, mate. Um, Yeah, I'll put him in goal. Okay, I agree with you to all this. I think if we have signed this keeper and we're
1: saying this is our future and this is going to be our number one, Dan, I think you've got to go for him. But I suppose there's an argument to say he's not been involved pre-season, probably doesn't know many of the players, doesn't know many of the teammates and probably doesn't know how we play either too much. So, you know, there is that question there. But ultimately, a goalkeeper's job is to stay shots
3: in on goal. So throw him in. But what do you reckon, Dan? I think if he's had a training session with the boys, then I'd be quite happy to put him in if he ha- if he hasn't had a training session I'm I'm not totally convinced just because you know defenders and goalkeepers need to have kind of a good rec- uh, a good kind of relationship between each other in terms of the keeper like sweeping and coming out for crosses and stuff like that Long kind of knows how his defenders will probably act and the defenders probably kind of know what Long would do um, that's not me saying rate Jules Long in any way but I just think maybe with Sarkic coming in so short before the game, it might just be an idea to maybe keep a little bit of familiarity for the first game, and then Sarkic could maybe come in and take that number one shirt from Reading
2: onwards. What's his name? He said no, didn't he? So Marshall, no, know, Marshall knows him really well. He, he worked with him at, at Birmingham, and allegedly he had you know quite a bit of hands in on dealing with this. So um, it, you know, it will be down to him. He really, I think, he's left to manage the to keepers. As far as what we believe. So, you know, if he is managed down there and he says put him forward, then if he thinks he's I mean, how hard is it to go and go? All you've got to do is use your mouth, in you, and just go, my ball, and that's pretty much it, isn't it? And just keep an eye on the ball, mate. Other than that, don't knock out a fucking don't but, knock out one of your defenders and punch him in the head. That's it really, isn't it? Stop it's not just that the... it's not
1: just that though in the modern day football game, is it? That's the problem. I agree with you. It is like, you know, stop the shots on goal, save keep a clean sheet and you've done your job. But these days, Dan, it's not just that, is it? It's that whole communication with the team, and you say one trade session, but I suppose over time, that's going to start to evolve and get better and better, isn't it? So it's, it's it's it is a bit of a risk, but I think, like I said, the bottom line is if he's our number one, and this is what he's been brought in to do, you might lodge for him, and not hopefully for the best, but hope he
3: picks up straight away. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm I can see both sides of the argument very well. Um, I, I personally, I would probably lean. Just I don't want to admit I'd rather start long, but just as a as a one off, I think I probably would sway that way and then as a I think Sarkic could come in for the Reading game and then you know he restarts there and then he continuously comes in from there on well, once you know as long as he stays fit, he becomes our week and week out keeper.
2: Go on, Mickey. I think I think the young lad might play on Reading. Um who's the young lad? Um, who's our young? Who's the young keeper? Joe Wright, who's gone to Salford Joe Wright, who's gone to Salford No, no, the third keeper. Oh, uh, no, wasn't Joe Wright? It's Connor. Connor, someone, isn't
1: he Connell Con- Con- Truman. He's like he's, he's not. He's not young either. To be honest, he's not. He's like exactly twenty-seven, agree. I think, in his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's another number three keeper, mate. I think. No, I think personally, Saka's going straight for me. I think. Is there an argument though, Dan? That if you know, we don't know who's going to leave out of the goalkeeping department, but you know signing this player maybe it's a kick up the backside for long if he was to stay and maybe it does bring the best out of him But there is that kind of healthy competition perhaps that could be something we want i suppose
3: yeah i think players are spurred on when they when they have strong competition um to play the best of their ability you know if if long does stay if it is Bart that potentially moves on or truman and and long becomes our number two goalkeeper and Sarkic does happen to pick up an injury. Maybe Long will come back into the team with a with a huge point. Well, you'd like to think he'd come back in with some of his huge points to prove and we might see a completely different George Long to the one we, we've become used to watching in the last kind of few years. Definitely. All right, come
1: on then. Let's go into it. Uh, who's our starting 11s for the game? I think I'll go first. I, I, I'm going to say what I'd want the starting 11 to be. Since it's the first game of the season, we don't know when to get um, but I work to the, the framework of a five-two-three or five-three-two. Um, I'm going to go with Salah in goal. I'm going to have Sean Hutchinson. I mean, this is, okay? It's kind of a mix of what I think is going to be the team. To be honest, Hutchinson, Cooper, and Murray Wallace, Danny Mcnamara, Joe Bryan left back, and then a midfield two of or Mitchell, Fleming in the ten, or or Fleming maybe on the left slash ten. With essay on the right and this bit up front. That's my eleven. I mean, Dan, would you would you reckon of that one? And what's your eleven, mate?
3: Um, it's, it's I I like I like the team to be fair. I like the fact you have gone for essay. Um, you know, maybe try and get at them. You know, I, I think interesting to see what their left hand sides like. Now they have lost Ryan Giles. Kind of my thinking to be honest. But yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe try and hit them cold down that down
1: that week. I don't want to because like I think. The argument is obviously maybe go for he'll probably go for Bogey or maybe he probably goes for Watmore. I mean, against his former club as well. These are the questions. I mean, it's a toss-up between Watmore and SA. For me, I think he's going to go with one striker. I, I mean, it's hard to predict, but I think I just I want to, the reason I'm for SA SA as well for this game is it's the first game of the season.
0: Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: Like, I don't think Essay's going to feature every game this year, but I think he's had a solid preseason. So is what more? I mean, it's a toss-up. It is a real toss-up. Yeah.
3: But go on, what's your 11, mate? Out of interest. Um, I'll go with Sarkic in goal here. Um, mm. Danny Mack, right wing back. I'd I'd want Leonard in in the back three. Just I agree. Just, I agree, uh, but I can't we can't see it. I think, Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I don't know whether I can see it, but I think if we are going to play three centre-halves, I think we definitely need his pace in there. I would have Hutchinson, then Cooper. Hutchinson as the middle centre-half, Cooper left centre-half, mm. Brian on the left. I would probably go Savile Mitchell for this game. I think this might be one that maybe... Might be a good learning curve for Casper Danor to maybe watch on and then maybe come on towards the end to try and get used to a bit of English football. Then Fleming. And then I would probably go for Nisbet and Watmore. I think mm-hmm. Watmore might have a bit more of a point to prove against his former club. And I think Bradshaw, with his legs and pressing, could make a good kind of impact sub for the last kind of 10, 15, 20 minutes if he's needed. I think you convinced me to play Watmore. And to be fair, Watmore was
1: very good against Fortuna Sittard. So yeah. I'd have S.A. as a sub and, and have... What we're playing. Mickey, what do you think of our two teams? Will you change anything to
2: them? I think the back three, yeah, I agree. Leonard there. Uh, um, I probably wouldn't have, I, I'd probably have um, Savile and Casper. Not me. Uh, not. No, I'd have Casper because Mitchell's, we know what Mitchell is. M- Mitchell's dependable. You can bring him on whenever you want. But I would suggest because of, I just want to see in the league what that Casper can do because I think he's dangerous. I think he's got something about him and I think it'll be interesting to see him from the off. And also Middlesbrough's got no idea on what he is. You know, they've got a few scout reports or whatever, but they don't know what he's like in championship football. So I think he'll be an interesting, an interesting, you know, throw the dice really for that one. Um, Matt Lamara um, on the right. And then, yeah, pretty much similar apart from, I probably wouldn't have SA on until later in the game when we need a, an injection of pace yet again. Um, and yeah, I, I I would love it if we could have, you know, if we could play the two up front with Fleming sitting in that in that number 10 role. But yeah, I doubt it. I can't lay it myself, so yeah. It's amazing that we're benching our top striker last season. It's like, but I think that's just the standard that's improved over three seasons. I don't, I don't think he's benching him. I think it's the fact of he, I think it's more that he worked his nuts off Last season, and I think that he can be used to he can be used a lot more when we need someone to come on and do what he does with the ball. But I just think that there's too there's too many mistakes in goal in front of goal with him where I just don't think you'll get that with Nesby or, or or with what I more mean. at the minute. With um
1: uh, Mitchell, you said to bench him, I just a genuine question do you, do you think who do you think Mitchell's our best midfielder out of interest? Just wondering, or who is our best midfielder? No, I think he is.
2: I think he... Listen, I'm not benching him because he's shit. I just think, You should play your best midfielder then, though. No, like Start the I just... I just... I just think... Play Casper from the beginning and let him get some... The old say, Let him get some fucking time in his legs. But we know what Mitchell's all about. We know that Mitchell's dependable. We know that he's fucking... He's solid. And you could bring him on, you know, half-time, bring him on 40 minutes, you know, 60 minutes gone, whatever... And you know that he will fucking he can he can help turn it. He can, he can pull something off. I just think they give Casper that chance. They don't know what Casper's about. They've got no idea what Casper's about. And the fact that you're suddenly going to be putting him and the Dutch boy who are used to playing continental football, all of a sudden that they, that, that could be it could be Dynamo. It could fucking lie up in his face. But it could be actually it could it could work. It could be well.
1: So, what you're suggested is like a roll of dice, though, isn't it? It's like, because you you, you, it is an unknown, but like with that, surely you'd play. I mean, I, I disagree personally, but I, I yours is like the element of surprise, I suppose, right? I try and catch him off guard. That's kind of what you're exactly. But I'm
2: going on what Gary Row has said and impressed this week, you know, with the Fortuna game. is in, well, I, I, I'm still not decided on what team I'm going to play. And also, I don't want to give anything away to anyone, you know, sending scouts down, doing this, that, the other. And using, you know, Tapping into his brain power from what you said in interviews and stuff like that, why not? What have you got to lose from it? You put Casper on; he could fucking tear that middle apart. He could tear that middle part of the park apart and, and throw balls up. And, and we know he can stick a ball up. So all of a sudden, we're getting into Fleming on the ground, and then we can get into Nesby and what and what more on the ground rather than keep fucking lobbing balls up. If we can keep hold of that ball on the ground, with that, with, with the players, what like you said with the ad of mine, that's fucking going to be a dangerous play. Because what? they can play.
1: But with that, I mean, you, you say what's to lose. It's your first game of the season, mate. I, d- I don't know. I don't know. I think what I would say is, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, put your comments below and let us know what you think. Because I kind of get where you're coming from, Mickey, but I I don't know. I think Mitchell Savile play personally. I think
2: Savile's going to be formidable as well against his old side. So be interesting how he I'd, goes. Have, I'd have Brian on there as well next to Savile, though, purely because I yeah. think he's just... He he's a phenomenal player with experience and everything else. He sounds a bit negative in some of the some of the match or, or not negative, but I think he's he's sort of lost lost the light of football over the last couple of years. And I think we're gonna reinvigorate him and I think that's where you're gonna see they're the sort of players what are dangerous, where they've lost their way and they just wanna come and play football. Uh and I think coming to us, he's gonna be able to play football and, and that sort of experience what he brings is is it's huge, so yeah. Being
3: healthy is well, we've got nine. We've got nine subs this year. Um, mm. We can still make five. But what I will say is, we potentially attacking-wise have some good options to come off the bench. We, Definitely. T- like, if I'll just use my lineup for example, we have Bradshaw, we have SA, we have a who could come on. You know, pot- possibly the last two youngsters as well come on with raw pace just to run at them straight away. Um, Potentially with Samra as well, and then you know even defensively we have Murray Wallace and Wes Harding as options. We'll be interested to see if Gary Rowett does use his full complement of nine subs. Um, Maybe youngsters make up that a little bit.
2: That's, it'll be interesting this year as well with the new rules on the on the time wasting and and uh, you know the balls. We saw it at, at Sutton, didn't we, where all the balls are on the little posts. And to be fair, it's sort of. Made it longer to a degree because then depending where the ball went off to where the balls are situated, the player is then going to run back to that ball to pick up that ball to furry when if he's there with a the ball boy, why well, can't the fucking ball boy just give the ball back? But
0: <laughs>
1: I think it's been be different now because you're used to leaving the ground at five. I can see games you leave at ten past five but that it's a topic for another day anyway. We're going to end it up with our predictions now for Saturday's game and we're going to do a typical score prediction. So, Mickey, I'll come to you first, mate. 3-0, new well, what it? Two Uh Mill. Fuck it on Mate, if I if I am leaving I at seven in the morning it's Friday this Saturday morning, if if it's going to a three nil win, mate, I'll stay at Middlesbrough for the night. But you,
2: yeah, 3 0 3 0. Absolutely. Hundred <laughs> hundred nailed on 3 0. Trust me. I've got I, I listen, I told you on the show the other week, mate, when everyone started, starting before preseason's really kicked off that Nesby is gonna be a twenty five goal a season felon and so far in, in friendlies, he's proving his wear, mate. And I'm telling you, I can see us beating them 3-0. Okay, who's going to score? Nisbet. Who else? Nisbet, Fleming, and I was thinking Nisbet was going to get a brace. But okay. if you were to put Watmore up there, I'll go Watmore. But I think, I think Nisbet's going to score a brace and Fleming. If we beat Nisbet
1: with 3-0 Saturday, oh my Christ. Dan, what's your prediction for Saturday's this game, mate?
3: I'll I'll go one one, um, uh, confidence has peaked a little bit now. Um, I did do the borough preview show, um, but I recorded that last week. Um, and I said we would lose two one, but I think <laughs> I'm gonna be. I want to be a bit more kind of optimistic now. You know, the season's here. We get to All disclaimer, day right? I did it last week. <laughs> I didn't. Know it. You can vouch. I did do it last week. This is last
2: night. <laughs> <laughs> You are negative Dan. You are <laughs> negative Dan this year, eh? Hey, you. Know? Yeah. You, you've been promoted. You've gone from a newbie Dan to negative Dan. We're still using the N, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: like it. I do like it. I get where you're coming from. I think, I think we're going to draw two. I'm going to go two two. But the context is, we play very well, and then we succumb to like giving away, lead, giving the lead away late on. So we'll be two one up, and like we're buzzing, and then we can see the last minute in true Mill style, start start seeing off. The hopes there. Then you get brought down to earth, and then at the same time you walk away thinking, "Cool, I'm excited for this season." So, yeah, I'm gonna go two two. I'm gonna get this bet to get off the mark on his first game, and I'll give SA one as well because the Star Boys are gonna go out this year uh, off the bench as you know because I'm not playing from the start. I'm gonna draw two two, mate. So there you go. Anything to add on with this one, Mickey? Before we move on to
2: our predictions, uh, only just uh, out of those teams what we said. If 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 a mix of those teams actually come in, it's like. You know, looking at Stephen's part of the group there, that he's put a, a table out. But there that'll be eight internationals playing. Eight different nationalities playing in that game for us. That would be very good to go, wouldn't it? I mean, shows how far
1: we will go We're, we're diversing, mate. <laughs> right, okay. Let's get on to the fun
2: stuff. And only purely for fun. we'll just start... No, 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 no. You mean... Purely for fun. I think we should have a little... We need, you. need a what you call it. Called? We need a forfeit. What we're we going to have? What? How are we going
1: to determine the rules here, though, mate? So, whoever gets, firm, whoever gets, mark
2: whoever whoever gets the most whoever gets the mo- most correct mm. wins, and then it'll be a, a playoff between the others. So, I don't know, one point for correct, or you know, no points for thingy and then, you know, whoever we're, we'll figure out a thingy. We can figure out a way to work it, but I think we need a full bit. for What's the fourth thing? You should have thought
1: that before we have on the show, mate, because you're just going to buy some airtime now you have said that. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. What's the fourth thing? You fifth? carry on. I'll think of one. Don't panic. Okay. Well, look, we're going to do a 24 to, to first, starting from the bottom of what team we think is going to finish when they're in the championship. I implore you and encourage you guys in the comments on YouTube and also on Twitter, if you're listening, to tweet us and tell us who your 24 to first is. Chuck it in the notes on your phone. Send a screenshot to us if We want to see it. And obviously on YouTube, comment it below. We'll go straight into it. In 24th place, I've got Rotherham United. Dan, who have you got on 24th? I've also got Rotherham United in 24th. Mickey, who have you got on 24th? Rotherham United. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think they're going to struggle this year. Obviously, Matan is a good manager. He's done well there. But last season, they could limp a I felt like. In 23rd, I've got QPR. Dan, who have you got on 23rd? I've got QPR as well. For record, we haven't really cross compared before the show. <clears throat> Mickey, who's going to get 25 know you had, mate. Shut up. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, in twenty seconds, I saw you got Sheffield Wednesday there, Mickey. That's correct. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, Dan, 20 seconds. Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm back in Huddersfield to go down because I don't think Neil Warner going to see it out this season. Oh, wow. He has got 20 seconds. Well, 22nd Huddersfield Um, Dan who have you got 21st place I've got Huddersfield in 21st just on the Neil Warnock factor okay I've got Cardiff in 21st Mickey 21st Plymouth okay and who have you got 20th Mickey <laughs> oh can't read his hand right no I'm... you've got the same thing to us Dan who have you got 20th
3: place <laughs> uh, 20th mate I've got Cardiff
1: I've got Sheffield Wednesday so look we've got teams in amongst it down there it's obviously widely reported Mickey is still calculating his head so i tell you what I'll No I'm put them... 23 down
2: I'm missing someone so whoever I'm missing they will be 20 <laughs> <laughs> That's right who have you got 19 mate. <laughs> I've got Cardiff.
1: Okay um, 19 we've got Bristol City I think they've signed single players but Nigel
3: Pearson I can't get behind Nigel Pearson's manager anymore Danny have you got 19 oh, Argyle I just think they've got quite a young squad Um might take a little bit of time to get settled, but I think they'll comfortably stay up, despite not being 19th. I think there's going to be quite a, quite a big points gap between 19th and 20th. Okay, let's
1: go 18th to 16th now. I'll just speed up a little bit. I've got 18th, Blackburn. I think they're going to struggle this year. I think they're going to fall away a little bit. 17th, I've got Preston, and 16th, I've got Hull City. Mickey, who have you got from 18th to 16th, mate? Preston,
3: Hull, Ipswich. Wow, you got two of the same things I've got in there. How about yourself, Dan? Preston 18th, Blackburn 17th, Bristol City 16th. You've got two, but the same to the two different teams that well, hold the same there.
1: Interesting. Okay. Um, and then we'll go 15th to 10th. I mean, oh, no. Say so what, we'll go 15th to 8th. No, we'll go 15th, like, 15th to 10th. We'll go 15th to 10th. Because, look, it's from 15th upwards, as we say, it feels like it's been a big lottery. But I've got 15th to 10th. I've got Swansea 15th, Plymouth 14th, Birmingham 13th, Watford 12th. West Brom eleventh and Norwich tenth place. Mickey, who have you got from fifteenth to tenth place? Bar, Watford
2: fifteen, Huddersfield fourteen, Norwich thirteen, Stoke twelve, Birmingham eleven. Where are we going to? A tenth, and Bristol City tenth. Oh, by the way, my twentieth is going to be West Brom. I oh, know he's a West I Fuck it, don't know I've missed up. Dad, go on, mate. Who have you got? Fifteenth, uh, I've gone for Hull. Fourteenth,
3: Watford. Thirteenth, Norwich. Twelfth, Swansea. Eleventh, West Brom, and tenth, I've gone for Sunderland. Wow, that's my best one there.
1: Uh, Mickey, you found it? Yeah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Coventry. Is it? It's not Millwall, no? no, it's Coventry. 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 So it's twentieth now.
2: Wow. Well, they're going to have to, is not they? Because i I'm put <laughs> i will put teams for Coventry, so they're now going in the twentieth place. Well, oh, that's quite a, quite a distance from my commentary. Yeah, but it would be quite a distance from mine if I'd have done it and realised <laughs> I'd missed it in the beginning. Do you know what I mean? The
1: professionalism over it. Me
2: being Plus, fucking... You lot giving me shit to write them down, so I wrote them all down, and then I fucking missed
1: them. Yeah, we have to write them down, because we need to know was 24 is, mate. But, funny enough, I've got Coventry in ninth place. Who so have you got in ninth, Dan? Millwall. Oh, Said it down. Millwall. Stick into my guns. Mick Mickey? Uh, Swansea interesting in 8th place Mickey who have you got Blackburn. and Dan Leicester wow some interesting ones there Leicester than 8th you'll see who I've got Leicester in a minute Um, 8th place I've got Ipswich I think obviously Ipswich are going to ride on that crest everyone's talking about it but everyone's talking about it but I think there could be some over arrogance about this I know they've just got promoted but it'd be interesting if they do like it's a lottery from 15, that was every you say. And just beside the playoffs, I've got a key to form, seeing as I put said Mill sixth the other day, I've got Leeds finishing seventh place. Dan, who have you got seventh? Birmingham. Mickey?
2: Leeds. Slags.
1: You've not said Mill yet, have you, Mickey? No. Where is Mill finishing then, for you? Sixth. Me too. I've got a to form. Right, look, I think we'll do well to finish there, I think, personally. I think we'll be from sixth to tenth. Or Seafs are 12th. It's going to be close. I don't know. I don't know. Who's your
3: C place, Dan? <laughs> I've, got, I've got Ipswich and Sick. I just think no. they're going to ride that wave, as you said a moment ago. And mm-hmm. I think Kieran McKenna is as good as any manager in this league. Definitely. It's
1: interesting you've got Kieran McKenna and Michael Carrick both in the same division now. Both were yeah. assistants on social, right? Um, Mickey, who have you got in fifth place, pal? West Brom. Interesting. I had West Brom eleventh, obviously West Brom well documented off to pitch troubles, but they still got the likes of Swift and Drake Wallace there, right? So Amalumbe still West Brom player. I think he is, right? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I mean they've got a good player squad, but off the field look Shambles. I've got Stoke City fifth place. I think Stoke uh, recruited ridiculously well. Obviously had Travers. They got Minolti today.
3: Was it yesterday they announced him? Obviously we were linked with him
1: too. I've got him fifth. Who you got down
3: in fifth? I've also got Stoke City, based on what they just said. Superb recruitment this summer.
1: And also, Alex Neil is a good manager. I feel I like, can sell in a bit there, so we'll see what happens there. Who's you?
2: Personally, I've only good. got him at twelve because of the Championship group. I just fed up with the Stoke guy I keep posting fucking like, new signings. They put so I just thought, fuck them. They can go right in the middle. Who did you say? you give me a fifth one, right, Mickey. Sorry, who's has you got fifth? Uh, West Brom. Oh, you say yeah. Okay, so go on, Mickey. Give me from
1: fourth upwards for the rest of your table, mate. Just bring me this, and then why you think they're finish when they finish, mate? Sunderland.
2: Yeah, fourth. Because I think they're a good team. They were there, you know, come up last year. Good last year. Uh, Southampton, third. Yep. Leicester, second. Yep. And I've gone for a real oddball. ball. I've gone Leibniz first. I like it. I mean, so... So if
1: gets the best team in the league, in your opinion, on Saturday, we're going to... we're going to play... win 3-0, yeah. And we're going to win 3 nil, And we're not going to play Billy Mitchell either from the start. Okay, cool. Um, Dan, give me your fourth to first, please, pal.
3: Um, yeah, well, look forward to the Sunday show when I'm right. Uh, fourth, I've gone for Coventry City. Uh, third, I've gone for Middlesbrough. Second, regrettably, I've gone for Leeds. And I think Southampton are going to be runaway winners. I like it. I mean, look, I've
1: got Southampton third with Borough fourth. Borough will be up there, I think. Carrick's taking them in one direction. Um, Sunderland second and Leicester to win the league. I just think Leicester, they've sold their players. Okay, madison has gone. Soyuncu's gone. Harvey Barnes is gone. But, I think they've just got enough about them that they, that team will, the mentality-wise, with Curry D in there as well, Harry Weeks, I just think they're going to be too good for the championship. I, I just personally think they'll blitz it. I think be interesting with Southampton. I mean, Russell Martin's a manager. needs a bit of time when he goes to these clubs, though. Dan, do you think uh, he's going to hit the ground running there?
3: Yeah, I think they played under Ruben Sellers at the end of last season. They tried to kind of play that style of football. They haven't, I mean, I referenced it earlier. They haven't lost too many players. I don't think really? they'll lose that many players now, to be honest. And they've got Adam Armstrong still in their team, who was once a twenty goal a season striker at this level. A few years drive, they can get I've... back to that level. I think they've got a they've got a good chance. I love Adam Armstrong. I've instantly backed back
1: to be top goals in the league. I think he, he will be interested in that. Where
3: did Che Adams go? He went to Everton, didn't he? No, he's still at Southampton, Southampton there. as well. Yeah, although he has been strongly linked to Everton. So it'd be interesting that, you know, Martin's tended to favour two strikers at Swansea with Peru and Obafemi for a long time. So if he plays that with Adams and Armstrong up front, they're going to cause a lot of problems for championship defences.
1: Yeah, so Mickey, let's finish on that one, mate. Because um, obviously you weren't here for the British show the other day, mate. But you got a middle finish in sixth, pal. I just want to know why. What, what, what's your thoughts behind it? Is you, you got ambition? You've shoot high, or do you just really think we'll be out there this year?
2: I think we'll be up there. We've got the people who can score goals this season. I've got all the faith in the world that we can score. Um, that we can score goals, and I think that this season that's what we were missing last season. Um, we've put in the keeper. I mean, last season, I think we let in, what, 50 goals? Thereabouts. <laughs> 50, 51 goals, I think we let in. Um, and I think that now that we've got a keeper, I think that will be lower and our goals will be higher. And, yeah, I've got all the faith in the world. We're a fucking I mean, M- we should... podcast. Of course we've got to have Millwall win the playoff, mate. I haven't been to Wembley in fucking years, mate. In fact, my boy, in a while. Hasn't been, my boy hasn't been to Wembley with Millwall, so we've got to get there to take him.
1: I've
2: got to try and get him to enjoy football. I've got him now wearing Millwall shirts. I just need to get him to a game and enjoy it. And then we can travel the, we can travel the country, going to away games. I appreciate this is off the cuff, Mickey, but we did have you on a show on Wednesday. Can, can I ask
1: you the questions that I asked the guys on Wednesday very quickly in Blitzbrook? Yeah, yeah. oh, you loving so. it, yeah. I've not watched that. I've not watched that show or listened to you it. Know, so you have no idea the questions are either of so That's good. What position will Millwall finish this season? You said six. six. How many games will win at home this season? I'll give you the context. We won 11 last season. How many games will we win this season, mate, at home? I'm going to go 17. Bloody How many games will we win away? We won seven
2: last season. Um, I'm going to go... I'll go 15.
1: Wow. I'm pretty sure this is off the cuff, but that, that, that's that's winning the league for. I'm, oh, that's, I'm going
3: to do the massive 17 times three. 15. 15. 15. I said win. Yeah, we Seventeen at home. Last year, fifty. So that's that's ninety-eight. Point. That's ninety-six <laughs> points. <laughs> it's gonna be that's some standard in this league this year if we
1: finish on top. top with ninety-six I can't, points. I can't make some slack because this is very off the cuff. Um, who will be our top goal scorer this season, Mickey? Newsfoot. Nice. Okay, you said twenty-five goals, right? If twenty-five goals plus. I said. Yeah. Which player will have the most assists for Mill this season? So, assist the, sh- the goals for Nisbet.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I've. Depending uh... Depends if, if we're playing two up front, then he could be one of them, but maybe it's.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I went Joe up. Bryan. I went Joe Bryan. Um, didn't get many assists, but Joe Bryan's hopefully on set of pieces, I think. So, I think he's going to. Crossing some balls in we'll just go some yeah. last and say peace this is yeah, the experience yeah maybe yeah no we'll go with Brian yeah Brian okay yeah Brian yeah who will see the most bookings of red cards so I've kind of that into one so what player will be booked the most and sent
3: off the most I went to door yeah or,
2: ne- or, or for reds and then be, you know? This Nisby yeah? um, yeah or, or, or Danny Mac Danny Mac loves the yellow as well he does let's go Danny Mac mate yeah I'll go Danny Mac yeah Danny, what's thanks I'll be we... here, mate. That's it.
1: Come on, even if his yellows for take him. Um, what will what will will Mills score more than sixty goals this season? Judging by yes. his again twenty five, I think the answer is yes. Correct. How many clean sheets will we keep? I think we said it was
2: fifteen last season. Um. Yeah. Well, we got we got what seventeen and um, what's you call it? Called, fifteen. So what's that? Thirty two. So cliches. So, so, mean, I think the record's like twenty-five clean sheets of the season, I mean, like, think fourteen that. games. There's only fourteen other games, isn't there, between fifteen and seventeen? This one. Yeah, I mean. but we can win. Them, we can win 3-4, no, or nil-nil the rest of the games.
1: Yeah, <laughs> how many clean are we keeping this season? mate, out of forty-six games. Ten. We get. Okay, so goals no, gonna. No, no. Okay. No, I'm gonna go.
2: No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go
1: with a new kit. I'm gonna go fourteen. There we go. Okay, I like it. Um, what will be our biggest winning match
2: score in a single game this season? You can say who it gets if you like. We're due a spanking, aren't we? We're due to give someone a proper spanking, and we ain't going it Um well. Fuck it, we're going to give Leeds a spanking. What's the other More to be fair, five six 0
3: <laughs> on the Sky cameras as well. Nothing better. Um,
2: what will be our biggest defeat this season? Um It will probably be against someone like fucking Plymouth or um, Rotherham or something. So, yeah, go probably on. be... F- We're bound to have a slip, maybe 3-0.
0: Okay.
2: Um And who will win the play of the season? I'm going to go for the new keeper. Purely because... um We've been moaning about a keeper for so long, so psychologically people will be focusing a lot of attention on him um, and hopefully he does well. But it'll be between, I would say it'll be between him and I would say it'll be between three. Him, Nesbitt and Casper. Who will be a young player to see them? I want it to be SA so he wins two of the trot. Okay, and because we'll it was very, it. he was very humbled last year when he when he got it and he got out there of his little speech and yeah he spoke really well and I thought he uh, you know I think he's a lovely lad and what he did for the charity game when he come down and when and wished all the lads luck and all that yeah I I think I think say for the to win it twice in the year because I don't think any youth players won it twice in the year so yeah him cool and finally Will
1: Rowett, this is a controversial one that I should put in for a bit of funny end Will Rowett still be Mill manager at the end of the season. Yes. Okay, there you go. Right. That's it. Thank you, Mickey. I there's higher. Asking you.
2: Higher things working there, mate. As much as we might not like him, he gets on with the powers will be, so it be.
1: No, the point of that question was not necessarily about him leaving. I said I think um he I th- I think he'd still be there. I don't think I actually formally answered it. I still think he'll be there in the season. My point while I was getting is I don't think he'll get sacked, and that's not what I'm saying. But I'm just wondering like I don't know, is this
2: is a curve. If he can't, yeah, if he can't <laughs> get his to the premiership this season, then yeah. I can see after after the season's closed, that he potentially someone like Birmingham or someone with with some money. That's where that's. Could there's also an argument to say if
1: Southampton have a shit start to the season and start Russell Martin after twenty games, is Racket maybe a shooting for the job if we're doing well at the time? Do you know what I mean that, that? There's these elements that you throw into it, so that question is very open ended. Doesn't mean I'm trying to say that what routes go either, but it's just an interesting one to get people's answers on. But thanks for that, Mickey, and doing it on the spot. So. There we go. That's our show. The season's back on Saturday. Roll on, roll on. Dan, thank you so much, mate, for joining us tonight. Much appreciated. No, no worries. Thank you, mate. And uh, safe travels up to Borough. Thank you. Well, let's fingers crossed we get up there safely and come back with three points after a 3-0 win, like Mickey said. Mickey, thank you, mate, for coming on as always, mate.
2: No, thank you very much. Check out the latest video on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on there. Um, Loads of you are sneaking and peeking, but you're not necessarily subscribed. And if you subscribe, then you'll see all the videos we do. Check us out across socials. We are... um, Got loads of bits and pieces planned for those. So if you're not following us, you'll miss out, and that'll be your luck. And press the bell as well, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ring that bell just so we pop up on your inbox and we pop up on the phone in the most annoying time ever.
1: Yeah, exactly. You might be having shit, and then you're going to see the bell. Watch us on the toilet. There you go, right? Listen, that's us. Thank you for watching. Like the video if you're new, uh, and subscribe if you're new. Sorry, uh, Mickey's tricked me off by shaking his head. wait I watch you when I'm on the toilet,
2: don't you? <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't say you were like, let no, us so, so no, we no. don't. Oh, can I can I just have the God. A word again, yeah? God. the word if you listen to this point and only because it pisses Omar off because we're getting close to limit, is what I want hashtag negative dan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hashtag negative Dan it is. Guys, thanks for watching and we'll be back on Sunday or Monday. Um hopefully talk about three points after the rib side.